Welcome to the Bros and Blokes Lifestyle Academy. If you're looking for comical cultural perspectives, awesome lessons in adulting, and for today, fitness skill tips, you've come to the right place. Welcome to another exciting episode here at Bloke Studios. My name is James Rose, flying solo again today to take you through some abdominal exercises. Now, before we get into today's class, a quick shout out to our ever-updating website. If you need an easy-to-navigate directory for all our previous episodes, including a Bench Press 101, learning the different Christmas traditions between the UK and the US, or ways to create financial stability, uh, head on over to brosandblokes.com, that's brosandblokes.com, to find all our previous episodes. Uh, There's also a link on there that takes you to our Patreon page. Uh, Yep, we have a Patreon account. If you love our content and would like to support the show, uh, you can do just that by visiting patreon.com slash brosenblokes. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash brosenblokes and choosing your preferred level of support. Uh, All right. We are once again live streaming on the old Twitch, twitch.tv slash brosenblokes. If you ever want to check out a live stream, whether it be right now, or obviously if you're listening to this podcast, might be a little bit late, but if you do want to check out a live stream in the future, go and check out that website, twitch.tv slash brosenblokes, and you can catch me live, sometimes myself and Callan live, talking about whatever it is we're talking about. All right, in today's fitness check-in, I'm going to share with you some of those ab exercises you may not have tried or even heard of. Uh, So everyone's heard of planks, crunches, sit-ups, but what about a banded paloff press? Or what about a hollow rock? What are these? What are these exercises? Uh, with each exercise I'm going to talk about, I'll be sure to mention the equipment needed, steps for perfect execution, muscles worked, why I chose it, and where it could fit into your current workout routine. It goes without saying, of course, with all our fitness tips, uh, ensure you are in good physical health and any concerns you have should always be addressed with your local doctor. So let's just jump right in. The first exercise I've got on my list here is dead bugs. Dead bugs, sounds great, isn't it? Dead bugs. Dead bugs is one of my favorite core exercises of all time, ever. When I first learned this exercise as a personal trainer, my mind was blown. And it's so simple, it's kind of crazy. But the great thing about it is it works a number of things, obviously the core, but it works coordination above anything else. A lot of people take some of this stuff for granted, especially when it comes to coordination when you get them doing a classic deck bud you'd be surprised how <laughs> arms move this way legs stop moving arms should be moving this way it's kind of fascinating uh anyway so for the dead bug i usually like to use a yoga block but if you're doing workouts at home a cereal box or even a shoe box would actually work just fine as long as it is like a light-ish object Uh, So for this one, you're going to lay on your back. Now, using one side of your body, you're going to peg the yoga block, landscape style, between your elbow and your knee, and make sure, of course, your foot is off the ground, so you want that 90-degree bend with the knee. Uh, Now, with the other side of your body, with your arms starting above your head and legs straight out, you're going to connect your knees and elbows and then return them to start position. So it's kind of like you're bending and extending, but connecting the knee and the elbow as you do this. So essentially, two things are kind of happening at the same time. You've got that isometric hold with the left side or technically the right side whatever side you're starting with 
And then the other side is doing the range of motion, is doing the connecting and extending. So with the dead bug, making sure that you're keeping that block or whatever object you have, squeezing nice and tightly against your elbow and knee on that one side and doing the reps on the other side. Now you'd be surprised again when you're going through this motion how quickly your core just lights up. It's crazy, but it's such a great isolation exercise that it's simple yet effective, as they like to say. Um, so the muscles here work, it's a deep core muscles, so we're talking about transverse abdominus, of course, your hip flexors are getting worked as well, and those pelvic floor muscles. Now, I chose this one predominantly because I love the fact that you're keeping a neutral spine throughout. If you think about, let's say, a crunch or a sit-up, a lot of times when you get into it, you are compressing the spine, right? You're kind of rounding it as you come up. This one, your back is pretty much flat against the mat. You're not doing anything with your back. It keeps it nice and healthy. Um, you're just kind of working on the range of motion of the other limbs. So that's kind of why I like it. Um, another thing too, like I mentioned earlier, is improving that coordination. You'd be surprised how a lot of us lack those skills. So it's good to throw those in as well. So when do we do this? Now, a lot of people like to put their core stuff at the end of workouts, which again, that's fine, works out great. I like to do this when I have a workout where I'm working coordination. So if I've got someone doing like snatches or cleans or something that's a little more technical. I might even do like a superset with the, a dead bug in after the fact just to kind of help retrain their core or reactivate their core. Um, something like that would be very handy or very useful. All right, number two, the banded. Now, I say pal off, but there's different ways of saying this. I've heard pull off. I've heard pale off. Uh, let's go pale off press <laughs> just because that's how I read it. You've probably seen people do this in your local gym. And it's actually a very effective anti-rotation core exercise. We'll get into what that means here momentarily. But uh, for this one, you're going to need a resistance band. And I would get one of those long uh, resistance bands, not too tight, something that's kind of medium range that's going to help, especially if you're beginning working this, doing this workout. Uh, so with this, you're going to use a lengthy band and attach it to a secure location or rig. Uh, now stand with the band tight to your side, arm height holding the band with fingers interlocked. Uh, begin with hands by the chest and extend the arms forward while maintaining that standing position and making sure you keep that tension. And then slowly bring those hands to your start position. So again, the band's gonna wanna rotate your body one way, but you're creating that stiff, rigid body. So again, that's why we call it anti-rotation because you're fighting that urge to be pulled by the band, which again is lighting up those muscles in your core there we go that's what we're asking for uh so again of course the muscles worked core and back back muscles especially your erector spinae or your spinal flexors are working there uh muscles in the shoulders and the chest of course are working too i mean it's a great workout it's a great full body i wouldn't say full body move but it's a great core workout because a lot of people underestimate especially that kind of anti-rotation stuff like you can do russian twists and cable twists but this kind of makes it a little bit more a little bit more unique. Uh, so I put here why I chose it. A unique core exercise when done correctly really lights up those abdominals. Um, and again, in terms of workout placement, if you're doing anything which requires you to rotate, so if you're working on like golf swings or you're working on like transverse box jumps or something where you're twisting the body, of course, this would actually fit in really good. This would be a great way to kind of work on that rotation stuff because when it comes to the planes of motion, we really need to focus on not just sagittal, which is obviously forward and back and uh, lateral, but of course, transverse as well. So something to keep in mind with that. Uh, I also put in here too, if, if you're someone who likes skating 
or if you're like a soccer player who needs to work on those agility drills, those quick turns or whatever, then this that should be a really good one as well because it helps train that body for that quick shift, that quick rotation. So, so there you go. That is exercise number two. All right, on to the third one. I uh, I learned this one more recently, mainly from the CrossFit realm. Uh, oh, got to talk about CrossFit. This is hollow rocks. Hollow rocks. Sounds like pop rocks, but it's sadly not that. Uh, how does a hollow rock work? You're going to lay flat on your back with arms above your head and your legs straight. You're going to lift your hands, head, and shoulders slightly off the ground and feet with legs straight off the ground as well. So you're going to begin by dropping the feet to the ground and using that momentum, you're going to create that rocking sensation with your body keeping a fixed position back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and using the rounded back that you now have to help with that momentum, if that makes sense, with that motion. Now, again, people underestimate how much this will fry your core. I mean, this is one of those exercises which really does torch it very quickly. You think, oh, that looks easy when you see people doing it. But again, you'd be surprised when it's done properly, when it's done correctly, how quickly your abs are going to just light up. It's a really effective exercise. Um, so again, like I said, I learned it in the CrossFit realm, but it is a great exercise that you can put into other workout routines as well. Mainly with this one, the muscles in your anterior chain are getting worked. So obviously the dominant parts of the core, rectus abdominis, obliques. Uh, it's a good foundational move because all you need is yourself. You only need your body weight to do this. And you can do it pretty much anyway. You can do it in the floor in your living room. You can do it in your bedroom or you can do it in the gym, of course. People may think you kind of look ridiculous, but... That's what I live for, looking ridiculous in a gym, right? That's what I do. So yeah, great exercise. I'd highly encourage anyone throwing it into any of their ab routines. It's more about controlling momentum as well. That's the hard part because sometimes we forget that to get momentum going, we have to create a bit of force, but it's helping control that momentum when fatigue kicks in. That's the real kicker. So I put in terms of workout placement, I put this as part of a metabolic conditioning circuit uh, or if it's grouped with other cool workouts as well. Good to kind of retrain the body in that respect. So that is, simple enough, exercise number three. Number three is hollow rocks. All right, the next one on my list is single-legged, or single-legged, I should say, single-legged planks. So this is kind of what you'd assume from a plank, right? Which we're all very much familiar with getting into that position where we're resting on our forearms and our feet are pressed into the ground and we're just holding that position. But people sometimes don't think about the variations that you can do to these to make them a little bit more interesting and maybe make them a little bit tougher. So all of a sudden, if you're putting one leg up in the air, you're having to create a little bit more stability to rebalance your body to make sure you don't fall on the ground, right? And so by lifting that leg up on both sides, you're exercising a little bit more of the core, especially the core to create that stability to make sure you don't fall on your face, or in this case, fall on your hip. Other muscles worked glutes, of course. By lifting up the leg, you're helping train those glutes. Now, I, I've i seen people kind of have a little dumbbell with this one too, like they have it on the crease behind their knee. Sure, you can do that. That's fine if you want to add a little bit of weight. But in terms of working the core, I would do it just with body weight myself. Again, like I said, you can, but this one is great because, again, it's something you don't think of. You're kind of thinking outside the box. We're working on all those key ab muscles, so the rectus abdominis, the transverse abdominis, getting all lit up in this one, and it's different, and you'd be surprised again how quickly it does does kick in. Now, I will say with plank exercises in general, I think one of the things that I see a lot of people doing is using their back 
a lot more. So as the going gets tough, you'll see that arch start to creep in in their lower back because the core is failing. And we want to avoid that as best we can. We want to keep a nice, stiff, rigid body, nice and flat by drawing in the belly button to create that activation with the core so we avoid that same thing of course when we throw in a single legged plank is to make sure that we're not dipping the lower body too much with that again very unique worth a try give it a go now with all these exercises it's worth mentioning too that i will put links in the show notes so you guys can check out what they actually should look like how they should be moving just as a point of reference all right two more to go once again we're whistling through this list number five another plank, but this time we're on our side. Now, people will call this one lateral bridge, but I'm going to take it one step further. This is what I like to call a side plank starfish. It's a lot more advanced. It's a lot more challenging because it requires a lot more in terms of not just balance, but real core stability. So how does it work? You're going to lie on your side, propped up by your forearm, elbow, placing your upper leg on top of the other, you're gonna lift up the foot and hold that top position. So not just lifting the hips up off the ground, we're lifting the upper foot off the ground too, so it's kind of a two-part thing. Ensure your upper arm is reached up to the ceiling so we get a nice full extension, and make sure that your hips aren't bowing close to the ground, that you're literally from the bottom of your resting foot all the way as a nice straight line. And again, this is more challenging than you think. It's gonna work those muscles pretty quickly. I chose this one because it's very unique again. uh, I say that about a lot of these exercises, of course, they're all unique. It's a lot more challenging versus the other ones I've just mentioned, but it is great for working again, especially on the lateral side of things, great for working those obliques because a lot of people underestimate how much we don't train the obliques when we really need to. And this is a great one for that. Of course, it helps with the hips as well. So worth throwing into any workout routine. Now, for me, in terms of where I'd put this in a workout, I tend to put it probably towards the end again when I'm grouping core exercises together. But again, if you're thinking about rotation stuff or any lateral work, definitely throw this one into the mix. And obviously, be cautious too when you do this. Make sure you've got a nice soft surface to work on when you're doing this because a lot of people when they first get into that position will find themselves kind of rocking backward and forwards. Um, More so than not, people will fall backwards, but of course we do not want to fall forwards because that would suck. That would suck just a little bit. So again, make sure when we're doing this exercise that we don't do that. All right, last one on the list is arch rocks. Arch rocks, what are arch rocks? Well, if you refer back to the earlier part of this episode when I talked about hollow rocks, arch rocks is essentially the opposite. So this time instead of lying on our back, we're going to be lying on our front. Go with me here. So we're going to be lying face down into the ground as if we're going to be doing a Superman exercise, which again is another great one. Arms are going to be straight out in front, legs are going to be straight out. With this, we're going to start by lifting the feet and the arms, keeping them straight up in the air and just holding that position again like you're doing a Superman. From here, I like to drop my feet down and begin simultaneously by lifting up my arms and torso. With that, I'm going to literally start creating that rocking motion with my body and then using my abs, I'm going to continue that motion and thus we have arch rocks. Now, what's crazy about arch rocks, again, people will talk about how effective it is, but we talk about where certain muscles in the core are located. A lot of them certainly wrap around the lower area of the spine and this one is great for torching that. People, again, don't think about these as being effective, but they really do 
eight or nine reps in and you're already feeling it. You're already in pain. So think, think about this one. Obviously, like I said, it works the muscles in the spinal erectors, but it also works the posterior chain muscles. So glutes, hamstrings, upper traps, everything back there is getting activated because you're trying to keep that core nice and tight, that body nice and rigid. It's a little different. Again, you don't see it much in a public gym because arguably the visual is not that appealing. But I will admit, it was another one I learned from CrossFit classes, those crazy CrossFitters. But like I said, it's if you've got a posterior day in your workout plans, so if you're doing deadlifts, if you're doing lat pulldowns, if you're doing you know anything like that, this one actually would work in really well into like a circuit or like a superset or something along those lines to keep it keep it interesting, keep it fresh. So there we go. Uh, all right, like I said, with all these exercises that I've mentioned, I will throw these links into the show notes. You can get a chance to check out what they actually should look like. If you are on the Twitch stream, stick around because we're going to go through some of these videos uh, using the sharing capabilities. High-tech stuff, I know that's what we've got going on. But that will do it for the podcast listeners. Uh, that is all for today for this episode. As always, don't forget to hit that follow button on your favorite podcast platform to get our weekly show slotted neatly into that podcast sock drawer and you can also follow us on the socials at bros and blokes on twitter instagram and facebook oh don't forget too to check out our ever-evolving website like i mentioned earlier brosandblokes.com for all your latest blog post episodes on all those things fitness social conventions and adulthood all right guys thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time